Talkington, a sock puppet student at Riddleton Elementary. My partner in crime should be around here somewhere, but he's late for some reason. Here I am. Don't start without me. Billy Bonanza, where have you been? I've, uh, I was busy helping Principal Broomstick. Hmm. Were you busy helping him eat chocolate? What? What are you talking about? I see that chocolate on your peel. Fess up, banana boy. Okay, fine. You caught me. Nothing gets past you, Susie Sockington. That's why I am Riddleton Elementary's finest detective. Ahem. You mean we? I'm sorry, Billy. Yes, we make a great detective team. There's a lot of funny business that goes on around our school, and we're the detective duo that gets to the bottom of these mysteries. Come join us for another episode of Mysteries at Riddleton Elementary. And stay tuned to the end of the episode to solve a mystery all on your own. The halls of Riddleton Elementary were alive with excitement as Valentine's Day celebrations took over every classroom. Streams of red, pink, and white paper hearts danced from the ceilings. It was a day when even the toughest playground bully couldn't resist the allure of a heart-shaped lollipop. Hey, Bruiser, you want this heart-shaped lollipop, bro? Sure, thanks, man. Happy Valentine's Day. Or whatever. Amidst this whirlwind of sugar-fueled enthusiasm, Principal Broomstick prowled the halls. His eyes darted from right to left, ensuring that no rules were broken under his watchful gaze. Johnson, no running in the hallway. Sorry, Principal Broomstick. As the bell rang, Billy and Susie made their way to Miss Doodle's art class. Welcome, welcome, my little artists. Today, we shall create masterpieces inspired by love. She gestured grandly to the array of supplies spread across the tables. Construction paper, scissors, glue, fuzzy pipe cleaners, and enough heart-shaped confetti to cover the entire room. Billy Bonanza glanced over at Susie Sockington as they settled into their seats. Hey, Susie, I bet I can make a better valentine than you. Ha! You're on, banana boy! With her hair piled high in a gravity-defying beehive, Miss Doodle roamed the rows of seats, observing the students' artwork. Aw, Timmy, what do we have here? A portrait of Cupid riding a unicycle? Very imaginative. Billy Bonanza squinted at his canvas, deep in thought. He dipped his brush into the bright yellow paint and began adding strokes to his masterpiece. A banana, surfing in a sea of chocolate. Miss Doodle, how do you know when you've truly captured the essence of love on a canvas? Oh, my dear Billy, love is a mysterious force that can be felt more than seen. When you look at your painting and feel that it has come to life with warmth and emotion, then you've captured love. Deep. Love knows no bounds, Susie Sockington. Just as Billy was about to add the finishing touches to his masterpiece, The intercom crackled to life, and Principal Broomstick's stern voice boomed throughout the art room. Attention, students. Billy Bonanza and Susie Sockington, please report to my office immediately. Ooh. Someone's in trouble. Susie gulped nervously. Oh, 
All right, kids, you heard the man. Off you go. As they stepped out of the art room, Susie couldn't help but feel a sinking sensation in the pit of her stomach. Billy, do you think, do you think we're in trouble? Geez, I don't know, Susie. But if it's about that chocolate fountain fiasco at last week's assembly, we might as well start packing our bags. What a sticky situation that was. Or maybe Principal Broomstick found out about the time that we accidentally glued Coach Iron Fist's whistle to his lips. Whatever it is, we'll face it together. The young detectives shuffled down the hallway toward Principal Broomstick's office. As they finally reached the dreaded door, Billy raised a shaky hand and knocked timidly. All right, here we go. Enter. Billy and Susie hesitantly stepped into the dimly lit office, their eyes drawn to the tall figure of Principal Broomstick. His gaze fell on them like a heavy weight. Ah, uh, Billy Bonanza and Susie Sockington. Please, take a seat. Principal Broomstick, is there, um, anything wrong? Wrong? No, nothing's wrong. But I do have a mystery on my hands. But before I tell you, I must admit that I find myself rather embarrassed. <clears throat> you see, I've received this letter. Is that what you wanted to talk to us about? Yes. It appears I have a secret admirer. Really? You have a secret admirer? Billy! I, I mean, of course. But from who? That's whom, Billy? Are you learning anything in Miss Paperback's English class? Nevertheless, <clears throat> this letter contains a rather heartfelt poem, if you will. And it goes like this. <clears throat> Lemons are sour, apples are sweet. Your mustache is wiggly, and your beard is neat. <laughs> wow, that's quite the poem. Isn't it? Now, I'm not well-versed in the language of love, but I am curious about who could have sent it. Would you two be willing to help me find my secret admirer? Us? Of course. You two are known for your detective skills, and I believe you can help me solve this mystery. All right, sir. We'll do our best to find your secret admirer. Thank you. Now go forth and unravel this riddle. Consider it unraveled. Phew! I thought we were in serious trouble. Me too. But now we get to solve the mystery of the secret admirer. How exciting! Where should we start? Maybe we should follow this trail of breadcrumbs on the ground. Breadcrumbs? Someone must have thought Valentine's Day was for the birds. We might as well see where it leads. As they followed the breadcrumb trail, it led them to the school's music room, where they found Miss Melody passionately conducting a choir of off-key fourth graders. Excuse us, Miss Melody. Miss Melody! Billy Bonanza? Who is that? Listen, I know you desperately want to be a singer, but, well, how do I say this gently? Not all unicorns can tap dance. You understand. Now trot along. No, uh, it's not that, Miss Melody. It's, well, we're investigating a secret admirer letter sent to Principal Broomstick. And these breadcrumbs let us hear. Yeah, are these your breadcrumbs, Miss Melody? 
<laughs> oh, I'm sorry, children. Those are from my bird choir practice earlier. They were feasting on the crumbs while we sang. But rest assured, I don't know anything about Principal Broomstick's secret admirer. My heart is wholly devoted to the symphony of life. But I do know that the heartstrings can play the loveliest melodies. Okay, thanks, Miss Melody. Anytime, children. Now, if you'll excuse us, we have a song to finish. Here we go, kids. A one, two, three. Next door to Miss Melody's music room, Billy and Susie could hear Coach Iron Fist barking orders at his basketball team in the gymnasium. Hustle, team, hustle. No lollygagging on my watch. Hustle, I said. Susie, let's go ask Coach Iron Fist if he knows anything. He... Kind of scares me, but it's worth a shot. As they entered the gymnasium, they found Coach Iron Fist in a tight-fitting shirt and a whistle dangled from his neck like a battle-worn medal. Pass it. Now dribble it. Now shoot. No, Timmy, why did you take that shot? Get your head in the game. Coach Iron Fist, can we talk to you for a minute? Make it quick, kids. I'm building a championship team here. Principal Broomstick received a Valentine's poem from a secret admirer. Do you know anything about it? Ha! That old softy got a love letter? Do I look like the kind of guy who knows anything about sappy love poems? Uh, well, no. Jackson, you missed a free throw. Now drop and give me 20. Besides, I've been training the basketball team for the upcoming championship. No time for mushy stuff. Okay, uh, thanks anyway, coach. The duo scurried out of the gymnasium, secretly relieved they wouldn't have to pry any further into Coach Iron Fist's romantic inclinations. Well, that was a dead end. Sure was. Let me take a look at that note again. Okay, look here, Billy. This note is written in cursive. Maybe we can find out whose handwriting this is. I bet Mrs. Bookworm would know. Our librarian? Sure, she knows everything that goes on in this school. That's true. She knew I had a loose thread before I even knew. Off to the library we go. It always smells like rotten fruit in here. Are you sure that's the library? Huh? Never mind. Now, where's Mrs. Bookworm? There she is. Billy, quiet. Sorry. Billy and Susie, is that you making all that racket? Sorry, Mrs. Bookworm. We're on a mission to find out who sent Principal Broomstick a secret admirer letter. Ah, young love, how can I help you with this case? We were hoping you could take a look at the letter to see if you recognize the handwriting. Mrs. Bookworm pulled her oversized reading glasses down from atop her head and squinted at the letter. Hmm, beautiful penmanship. Creative coloring. Delicious rhyming. Any ideas? Well, kids, I can't say I recognize this handwriting, but I might have a tip for you. Really? I mean, really? That would be great. I have noticed Janitor Dusty acting a bit peculiar lately. He's been spending an awful lot of time near Principal Broomstick's office. You don't say... Do you think he could be the secret admirer? Anything is possible in the world of romance. You might want to ask him about it. 
Thanks, Mrs. Bookworm. Good luck, detectives. Billy and Susie tiptoed down the dimly lit hallway in search of clues. As they neared Janitor Dusty's closet, they heard a faint scratching sound, like a pencil scribbling furiously on paper. Look! There's a crumpled piece of paper lying on the floor near the closet. Whoa! It's a poem, Susie. This could be a major clue. What does it say? Pickles are gross. Crickets are too. Brooms may sweep, but my heart's swept by you. Wow. This sounds a lot like the poem on Principal Broomstick's desk. Do you think Janitor Dusty wrote this for Principal Broomstick? Hmm, I don't think so, Susie. Look at the handwriting. Drats! It's not in cursive. It's written in big bubble letters with pencil. I don't think Dusty is our culprit. Feeling defeated, Billy and Susie trudged back to Principal Broomstick's office. They took a deep breath before knocking on the door, each feeling like they had let down the man who had entrusted them with this delicate mission. Come in. Principal Broomstick, we have some bad news. We really tried to find your secret admirer, but I think we failed the mission. I see. Well, that's all right. Thank you for your efforts anyway. I suppose it'll just remain a mystery. As the principal continued to gaze at the letter, Billy couldn't help but notice an odd doodle on the back corner of the page. A tiny drawing of a heart. It was strikingly similar to Miss Doodle's unique art style. Wait a minute. We might have missed something. Principal Broomstick, can we take another look at the letter? Of course. Look at this, Susie. Does that look familiar to you? Wait a minute. That looks like a drawing from Miss Doodle. We should go to the art room and see if we can find any more clues. To the art room. Good luck, detectives. And thank you for not giving up. All right, Susie. We need to find something that connects Miss Doodle to this letter. Keep your eyes peeled for any hidden clues. Got it, Billy. You search Miss Doodle's desk. I'll check out the easels. As they split up, Billy bumbled toward the desk while Susie sifted through piles of discarded sketches and half-finished paintings, her yarn hair swishing back and forth as she searched. Hey, Susie, look what I found. Billy held up a framed photograph of Miss Doodle's pet frog, its face circled with a heart. This looks like the same heart that we found on that letter. Great observation, detective. We're definitely on the right track. As they continued to search, Susie noticed a closet door in the corner of the room labeled Art Supplies, Keep Out. Her curiosity peaked. Billy, check it out! Susie pointed toward the door. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Sure am. Let's investigate. The two friends crept across the room and slowly opened the forbidden closet door, revealing a treasure trove of art supplies. Look at all these colorful crafts! Let's see if we can find anything related to Principal Broomstick. They searched vigorously through the pile of supplies, when finally, something appeared behind a pile of dusty sketchbooks and fabrics. Wait a minute. What's this? Susie brushed away a cloud of dust from a canvas, revealing a breathtaking painting of Principal Broomstick. Billy! It's Principal Broomstick! Whoa! Miss Doodle painted that? She sure did! Miss Doodle must be the secret admirer! We have to tell Principal Broomstick! Wait, 
Maybe it's not our place to tell Principal Broomstick. This was a secret after all. Maybe it should come from Miss Doodle herself. I think you're right, Billy. We should give Miss Doodle a chance to confess her feelings on her own. Yeah, let's go. Billy and Susie knew just where to find Miss Doodle. She always walked her pet frog in the courtyard this time of day. Yikes! It's bright as a disco ball out here. My buttons! My buttons! There's Miss Doodle by the pond. <clears throat> Miss Doodle, we need to talk to you about something. Of course. What's on your mind, kiddos? Um, well, we were in your art room earlier and we found something interesting. Interesting? Do tell, my dear detectives. We know that you're Principal Broomstick's secret admirer. What? H how did you... Your doodles gave you away, and we found the painting of Principal Broomstick. Oh, I see. Well, I suppose there's no denying it now, is there? Miss Doodle, we think you should tell Principal Broomstick how you feel. It's better to take a risk than keep your feelings all locked away. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe he'll be thrilled to know that someone as amazing as you cares about him. Really? You think so? Absolutely. And we'll be right there with you for moral support. All right, I'll do it. I'll tell him. As they walked down the hallway toward Principal Broomstick's office, Miss Doodle's steps grew more hesitant. She worried that this was a terrible idea. But there was no turning back now. With each step, a flurry of butterflies took flight in her stomach. Remember, you're brave, talented, and your sense of fashion is simply unbeatable. Thank you, dear. Here goes nothing. <sighs> well, Miss Doodle, what a pleasant surprise. Billy, Susie, what are you all doing here? Principal Broomstick, I have a confession to make. Miss Doodle pulled out the painting she was hiding behind her back and showed it to Principal Broomstick. Miss Doodle, is that me? Yes, I painted it because, well, I'm your secret admirer. The silence in the room was so thick it could have been sliced with one of Miss Doodle's palette knives. Billy and Susie crossed their fingers behind their backs. Really? Well, that's certainly... Unexpected. Unexpected? Uh, unexpected, but not unwelcome. You know, Miss Doodle, I've always admired your passion for art and your ability to inspire the students. Oh, thank you. Actually, um, I was wondering. You see, there's a school choir concert led by Miss Melody this upcoming Friday. Would you, would you like to accompany me? Me? Go with you? Only if you'd like to, of course. Yes, I would love to go with you, Principal Broomstick. Fantastic. I look forward to it. As they left the office, Billy, Susie, and Miss Doodle all shared a jumping high five. Oh, thank you, kiddos. You two gave me the courage I needed. Anytime, Miss Doodle. Billy and Susie joined their classmates in the school courtyard, where Valentine's Day festivities were in full swing. Wow, what a day! Indeed, who would have thought that our little investigation would lead to something so... romantic? Love works in mysterious ways. 
As if on cue, Miss Melody appeared, skipping arm in arm with Coach Iron Fist. Hey, look! Even Coach Iron Fist is celebrating Valentine's Day. Who knew he had such a soft side? Love brings out the best in all of us! Miss Melody chirped as she skipped by. Speaking of which, have you seen Principal Broomstick? I heard he has a date for the concert. Uh, we might know something about that. Oh, well, I hope it goes well for him. Everyone deserves a chance at happiness. The sun began to set as students and staff reveled in the joyous celebration. Even Mrs. Bookworm cracked a rare smile as she handed out bookmarks adorned with hearts. Hey, Billy, I guess today's adventure taught us something important, didn't it? Indeed, Susie. Never eat chocolate for breakfast. Ugh. True, but most of all, always keep an open mind when it comes to matters of the heart. After all, you never know when you'll find love in the most unexpected places. As laughter and music filled the air, the sun dipped below the horizon, signaling the end of another day at Riddleton Elementary. And though the Valentine's Day celebration would soon be over, the lessons learned about love, connection, and teamwork would remain with them for a lifetime. All right, detectives, now it's your turn to solve a mystery. Listen closely to solve this riddle. In ponds and marshes, I like to play. With leaps and hops, I find my way. My croaky voice, a lullaby hum. From tadpole to jumper, I've become. What am I? I'll give you one more hint. What did Miss Doodle have as a pet? If you said frog, you're right. Be sure to check out more episodes of Mysteries at Riddleton Elementary. This podcast was created by Travis Loafman. Sound design by Jared Maldonado. Voices by Travis Loafman, Caitlin Walker, and Jared Maldonado. 